from the Center for the Study and Teaching of Writing at The Ohio State University. This is Writer's Talk. I'm Doug Dangler. Buddy Velastro stars in TLC's Cake Boss, which chronicles his family business of Carlo's Bakery. He'll be in Columbus on December 4th at the Palace Theater. During the show, he'll demonstrate cake decorating techniques, discuss his show, take questions from the audience, and bring audience members on stage for hands-on cake decorating. His most recent book is Cooking Italian with the Cake Boss, family favorites as only Buddy can serve them up. Welcome to Writer's Talk, Buddy Velestro. Thank you. You visited Columbus two years ago with your stage show, or roughly. What is new or different this time on the stage show? Oh, the whole show is different. I mean, um, my first show was basically more of, um, you know, uh, just me coming up and, um, you know, doing some cupcake decorating and having a little bit of audience fun and telling really my life story of who I am and how I became the cake boss. This show here is all about, like, um, you know, me, um, not only, it's a holiday show, so this time I'm going to actually do, like, live cake decorating. So I'm going to use fondant, I'm going to use buttercream, I'm going to make four to five different cakes. Um, I'm going to give people tips and tricks to make them become more their own cake boss at home. Because I really believe that cake decorating is all about knowing um, different techniques and being able to kind of, um, you know, do different things, just having the right tools and uh, practice makes perfect. So I'm going to kind of let the cat out of the bag and be able to let you make awesome cakes at home. Okay. Then I'm going to give away the cakes on, you know, the five cakes I make. I'm going to call people up from the audience and they're going to have to basically compete against each other in different games to win the cake. Okay. Um, it's, it's a family show. You can bring your four-year-old to your great-grandma. Uh, it's clean, fun, but it's funny, entertaining for not only the kids, but for the adults, too. And my favorite part is if the show, people come and like, wow, you know, it's so much better than I expected. So um, I think it's a really great show, and I hope everybody enjoys it in Columbus. How do you choose the audience members that you take onto the stage? I usually look for the fans who are jumping and screaming out of their, you know, uh, out of their, out of their seat. You know, um, we try to mix it up and take people from all over the, you know, the theater, so it's fair. Uh, you know, but it's set the holiday music. It's going to get you in the holiday mood. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun. Okay, what's your favorite on-stage experience with an audience member? Oh, I mean, there's been so many. I've done probably 80 shows all over the country. You know, um, you just have so many different funny moments, you know. I couldn't pick one. (laughs) Okay. What advice do you have for college students who want to become bakers or cooks or follow in your footsteps? Well, you know, and that's part of why I do the show is because a lot of people tell me that I inspire them and they want to be a chef because of me. Um, part of the show is me asking, answering questions, and I usually answer a question like this all the time at the show. But my advice is, you know, before I would go and spend money on culinary school, I would go try to work at a bakery for a month or two. And the reason being is to make sure that you still truly love it and you want to do it. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, it's not easy work. And if you're sure that this is what you want to do and you love it, then I would tell you to go and spend the money for culinary school. Um, you don't know how many people I know that spend money on culinary school and then a year later, like, you know what, I can't do this, I don't want to do it. Um, so I always encourage people to kind of 
work first at a bakery, and then go to culinary school. Okay. Now, you've written several cookbooks. What was unexpected about writing a cookbook for you? The baking books, I'll tell you the truth. I did all the baking at home, um, and it was a big difference. I mean, God bless the home baker. You know, baking out of your little oven at home and baking at the bakery is night and day. So um, I learned a lot. Like, you know, first thing, you got to calibrate your oven. So you, if you put it on 350, it doesn't mean that it's 350. You have to get another thermometer, put it in there, and make sure 350 is 350. Like my oven at home, 350 was really 360. So I had to lower it, you know, and um, it kind of had uneven baking. And then you have to bake in the middle shelf versus, you know, baking um, on the top and the bottom shelf because it would burn in the top or burn in the bottom. So uh, God bless anybody who bakes at home. <laughs> okay. I saw your book at a Columbus grocery store along with Cake Boss Cakes. As you yeah. move into a much wider distribution, how do you maintain quality control? What what kind of new things do you have to do? Well, you know what? You just got to hope that the partners that you're selling the cakes with are, you know, not selling you cakes if they're a day or two old, you know. We try to maintain the freshness. They're my recipe, so, um, you know, they taste good. Funny, the other day we did a little quality control. I sent somebody out to the store to go buy one, and we just cut it up and, and, and checked it. You know, you do the best you can, but if anybody gets one and has a complaint about it, I want you to write us and let us know, you know, because we want to make it up to you, and we try to do the best we can. The problem is, is that you have a mass audience all over the country that you're trying to support who want your cake. So how do you bring that to them? You know, you have to kind of take a chance and put it out there. Uh, but you try to get partners who are responsible, and you try to put out the best pro uh, possible product. That's what we're doing. Okay. When you were little, what was the favorite thing your grandmother cooked for you or baked for you or, or somebody of that generation? Oh, her lasagna. Grandma Madeline's lasagna. And that's in the cookbook. So oh. good. All right. And what's your kids' favorite dish? What do you uh, make for them that they request? I think they love Sunday gravy. I think they love every Sunday, you know, the big pot of sauce with the meatballs and the sausage and the pasta. So good. Okay. Now, your performance schedule has been, it looks like, six days on with Mondays off. Do you get time to cook while you're on tour? I don't get to cook, but you know what? I like to go in every city and try to eat the local community food to see what, what's good. And, you know, I usually ask people, where should I go? Where should I eat? And I got to say, the, the people in the town are usually so welcoming of me. They want to feed me, give me all good stuff. So it's a lot of fun. Okay. You know, eating the local food from the community. Right, right. Well, you'll uh, uh, have to report during the uh, show where you ate in Columbus. Absolutely. We'd love to. Does your family travel with you uh, when you're doing these things? You've got three kids and your wife, right? Four kids and my wife. Four kids. And, um, well, <laughs> actually, when I started the tour, it was Black Friday, and my son Buddy was with me for three days. And then he, he went home, and Marco came with me for three days, my other son. He went home, and now my wife's with me for three days. So, you know what? Family kind of alternates coming out with me for a day or two here and there. Uh, I'm not really alone. Uh, potentially, I might be alone in Columbus uh, just because of kids with school. But I don't think through this whole tour I'm alone for more than, like, five or six days in a row. What's in store for the next season of your shows, like The Next Great Baker? The new Next Great Baker is going to be great. I mean... Great competitors, bigger and better cakes. I mean, so many different twists 
and spins. It's going to be an amazing season. We're very excited to be doing it. Um, cake balls, the cakes get bigger. Um, you know, you figure out a little bit more what's going on in my life. I'm going to be opening more bakeries and expanding. So you're going to see a lot of that going on. Um, it's going to be great. We have a, a lot of good stuff going on. And I love the fact that families enjoy it. And, and we're happy to make good, clean family entertainment. Okay. Now, my my last question is, uh, a lot of times there are practical jokes played in on on some of the people that work with you. What prompts those, and how many more do you envision having in your shows coming up? Listen, we've always done practical jokes at the bakery, and we always will do. You know, um, we always. I'm going to figure out some more. I know the fans like it, and to be honest with you, I love doing it. You know, I just hope they don't get me. So uh, the new season, you'll definitely see some more practical jokes, and we're going to keep them coming. So that's sort of a challenge to your crew that uh, you said, I hope they don't get me. It sounds to me like you're challenging them to get you, and that that's a good way to end this. That <laughs> <laughs> They haven't done it yet, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, Buddy Velastro, thank you very much. We look forward to your December 4th show at the you Palace gotta Theater. Be. Can't wait to come to Columbus. Thank you. Okay. Take care. For more from Writer's Talk, visit www.writerstalk.org. Until next time, this is Doug Dangler. Keep writing.